1: My guests today are the two biggest Mets fans I know, aside from myself. Please welcome to the show, Billy and Chris. You getting bucket buckets. Let's go, Mets, Amir. Let's go, Jesus. fucking. No, let's fucking go, Mets. LFGM, Amir. <laughs> are you is, uh,
2: really going to do this, Amir? You're really <laughs> going to claim to be a Mets fan? Aren't I? What a grump!
0: What a grump! That's how you. That's how you come onto this podcast, Grumpy Chris. What a grumpy! Let's run so through you your guys...
2: credentials, Amir, as a yeah. Mets fan. <laughs> All right, ask me anything. I mean, you remember '86 as well as the rest of us. I'm sure the ball going through Buckner's legs.
1: Oh yeah, that was a classic yeah. moment in Red Sox history, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Mets history. And
2: then gym. of course we have Piazza going deep after 9/11 oh, to win back the city
1: against, against yeah, against Clemens. Uh,
2: Against Clemens? (laughs)
1: Well, I think it was the Braves. Yeah, when he threw the bat back Uh at Clemens in the Subway Series. Mm -hmm.
0: Wendelkin, I think you got to turn your frown upside down because Mets fans aren't in a position of luxury where it's like, we don't accept you in our fan base. We need everyone we can get. I need Amir
2: to put in the work. You understand? I need him to put in the work. I know this guy. He's he's just cherry picking a team. The Mets are on a win streak. It's all well and yeah. good. So he's a Mets fan
0: this week. Next week, who's it going to be next week? I would week? argue that we did the same thing about Bitcoin. He was a fan of Bitcoin, and we're like, well, he's a fan of something. We'd like That's to be fair. interested in our friend's interests. Well,
1: a lot, a lot like Bitcoin. I bet on the Mets. That's mm. what started my. Oh, fandom. you did. There you go. So
0: if Amir is yeah. going to care about something, he needs to have some sort of financial of incentive course. to find it. Uh,
1: Wendelkin, you didn't know that I bet ten dollars on the Mets to win the World Series sixty to one. Listen, I regularly wake up.
2: I live on the East Coast in New York. I regularly wake up with like three hundred text messages from you guys, <laughs> and sometimes right. I yeah. just have to squick, quickly scroll roll through and the, sure I do remember there was something in a thread about you betting on the Mets
1: sure so you bet on the Mets for how much yeah it's ten dollars sixty to one odd so I could win six hundred oh, if the shit. Mets well first they have to make the playoffs mm-hmm. and then they have to you know win the World Series yeah so which shouldn't be that big of a deal because they, they have they have Alonzo uh-huh. right Conforto well, nice and Ramos Jeff McNeil uh-huh. nice yeah and uh uh, thor there you go yeah and (laughs) thor that's our team i mean that's the hammer now he closes out
2: that wikipedia window (laughs) great (laughs) (laughs)
1: all right enough about baseball yeah really this is a basketball podcast after all right um wanted to talk about nba duos this episode because the nba has turned into nba jam Mm -hmm. every team's got a big two Mm -hmm. instead of a big three Mm -hmm. um so i thought just to warm us up We could talk about classic NBA duos in a segment I'm calling, Name a More Iconic Duo, I'll Wait. Okay. Yeah, which is like a meme.
0: If this was a late night show, there would be like a graphic that comes in right now. Right, sure,
1: sure, sure. Um, All right, so I'll start with a duo, and then you guys try to name a more iconic duo, I'll wait. Hmm. Okay. So when I think NBA duo, I think of Gary Payton and Sean Mm Campbell. Small guy, big dunker. Yeah. That's a classic NBA duo. duo. Classic duo. Chris? Um, can you beat that duo hmm,
2: can i honestly small guy big dunker or any duo any duo okay. I, I will say you took you took one of my favorites right there it's gonna be hard for me to top god kemp and peyton i love kemp i mean i don't know that it tops it but i think it's right up there. It's probably malone and stockton right
1: yeah that's mm-hmm. a classic yeah that's the pick and roll sure. sure you got the small guy you got the big guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: a kind of an odd couple mm-hmm. something of an because odd couple like, yeah yeah, those guys probably wouldn't get along, and I don't know what their relationship is post-basketball, but I bet it's not much.
0: Yeah. I don't know if they're texting. Yeah. <laughs> A Malone text.
1: Which uh, is, I feel like something we'll get to uh, later, which is like the idea of like which one of these duos are actually friends,
0: right? and which are just business partners. Yeah, right. When they leave town, who's still texting? And does it matter? And does it matter? It doesn't during the season, but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> um do, do I have to name a more iconic NBA duo or just a more iconic duo in general? Wow. I was thinking NBA, but what wow. else do you got? Mac and cheese.
1: Mac and cheese. <laughs> Mac and cheese. That's a good nickname for a duo. Yeah, it's true. Maybe Jeff McNeil and who would be a cheese? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Back to baseball, baby. Jesus.
0: Um, no, I'll Don't take I'll this. take your NBA example uh, and I'll say Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. Oh, oh, that's a great one. They were just a treat. Yeah, A real treat. We're naming a lot of point
1: guards and then power forwards.
0: Yeah, and I kind of found in my list, and we'll go through our list, that that kind of was one of the things that I learned from all of this. Mm. Interesting duos. Mm. You know, there's different types of duos, and we'll probably get over go through all of them. Yeah, but there's... my favorite was usually the small and the big yeah. that could play together.
1: Then there's, there's two bigs. There's the twin towers. Right. Yeah. There's two
0: smalls sometimes. Right. Like the great backcourt. Right. Like yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I think that when you get to mix it up just a touch. That's cool. Yeah. Shapes and sizes. Shapes and sizes. Uh,
1: all right. So I got a bunch of categories just to structure the conversation here. Uh, we're going to be talking about new NBA duos, or maybe duos that already existed last year. Let's not sleep on the ones that already existed. Okay. They got continuity. They have uh, charisma. Mm-hmm. They have uh, another C word. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Curry and Clay. Oh, very nice. There you go. Clay with a C, of course. That's right. Uh, <laughs> let's start with this category, and Chris, I'll throw it to you. Mm. Who do you have as the best defensive duo, Ooh. best defense as a duo in the National Basketball Association?
2: Okay, so for the best defensive duo, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Clippers, oh, wow. Kawhi Leonard yeah. and Paul George. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. I love these guys. So there, there are actually a few different stats and metrics that I thought about and looked. You know, there's... To to kind of like figure this out. I mean, there's there's one called defensive player efficiency. There's another called defensive rating. There's another one called defensive win share. But to just to keep it really simple for this conversation, I went with uh, defensive player rating, which is basically just a measure of how many points the uh, player uh, basically how many points the opposing player allows per 100 possessions. And on his man or like
1: when he's in the game. Yeah.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah, exactly. So among qualified players last year, Paul George. Paul George comes in at 104.6 points per 100 possessions, and Kawhi Leonard comes in at 105 points per 100 possessions. So they're both... So what's considered good? Uh, basically, like, the best player in the league allows 99. So basically, and that's uh, Hassan Whiteside.
1: And so mm. basically, those those two guys are top 20. I have a huge complaint with this stat if Hassan Whiteside is the best
0: defensive player in the NBA. If not the best player in the NBA. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so uh, Hassan Whiteside leads the league
2: in this defensive rating with 99 points per 100 possessions mm-hmm. but um, but Kawhi and Paul George are both top 20 players. I mean Kawhi and, and Kawhi and Paul George could be the best defensive duo we've seen on the wing since basically like I think Jordan and Pippen, right? Um, Kawhi and PG 13 are two of the more versatile guys. They're imposing defenders. Kawhi's won two Defensive Player of the Year awards. He made all defensive teams every year besides his rookie year and last year and his last year with the Spurs. Um, and Paul George is an all defensive team guy. He's been on all defensive team four times. He led the league in steals last year. Um, I, they're just they're going to be a nightmare on the wing for uh, for opposing teams. So they're my they're my lead dog defensive yeah. duo. Damn, Billy, you had a different answer.
0: Well, I mean, he just came with real facts. Yeah, and with stuff. actual stats. Yeah, I was just going to say it's Whiteside admires Myers Leonard. Interesting, because <laughs> they're not
1: even on the same team. Wait, did Leonard get traded? Yeah, for Whiteside.
0: No, <laughs> maybe that's why they were so. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, thought they were going to make a mind. very dynamic duo. Yeah. I was like, how do you score past Myers Leonard and Hassan Whiteside? The Myers Briggs Challenge, they call it. I didn't read all the facts and stats, but yeah. I'm not surprised that Whiteside is the most imp- impending, like, biggest problem when it comes to defense. I am surprised. Why is that? Why, he doesn't seem that good defensively. Why is he at 99? I think it's because he doesn't care if he fouls you. I see. Mm. I think that he's just is out there whacking around, oh, swinging yes. around, that's and, point, and it's like Billy, if he hits yeah. you in the shoulder, so be it. He's just literally just trying to stop that ball. I mean, he only Wait. plays
2: 23 minutes a game. I think that's a good point, yeah. Billy. So, like, he's literally out there to stop his man and as soon as, you know, like, he's probably fouled out Recklessly. In, in 20, 25 minutes.
0: Right. Yeah. He just gives his all in 25 minutes and it's not usually all good. Yeah. Chris, did you answer
1: my question? Is, is defensive stat, the def- defensive efficiency, is that the points that your man scores against you? Is it the team how your team does when you're on the so court? defensive it's called defensive rating uh-huh and it's what your opponent
2: scores p- per 100 possessions the player
1: the guy you're guarding literally yes okay unrelated yeah
0: zach collins and uh myers leonard and jake layman all look pretty similar
1: and now they're all on three different teams.
0: That's good. Yeah, that's good. I think that's good for the fans of Portland, so yeah. that they don't have to be like, "Which one is that?"
1: There's only so many tall white players in the NBA, and Portland had three of. Them. Go figure.
0: You yeah. think that would be like Utah? Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, Amir. Go actually,
2: figure. now I'm. Actually, now I think it actually might be the opposing. I'm unclear. <laughs> I'm unclear. Yeah, I think it's, I think I think it's, it's actually. Uh, it's how many points you allow. How many points the other team scores per 100 possessions? Yes
1: i Amir, agree i think it is team amir's is feeling
0: team. he's looking pretty smug in the studio <laughs> yeah. right now like, like he, i knew the whole time he, yeah. yeah and he's like i'm just gonna keep asking this question <laughs> until they learn <laughs> what i know because i know like you
1: think about a game as roughly 100 possessions right. so like if you're scoring only 99 points per 100 yeah. that's not very also, good also you're not, right. guarding, and the great guy, offensive you're not
2: guarding the same guy you're yeah. not guarding the same guy so it'd be impossible yeah to that track.
1: wouldn't work yeah yeah that's right that's right okay right still i guess Whiteside is better than i thought he was
0: who's the second best defender on utah after gobert Uh, like is is donovan mitchell or conley are they like elite level defenders like does because he's one of the gobert's one of the best defenders in the league that's true if not the best defender. yeah so who would be like you ready kind of like looking at the yeah let's hear You, you ready for the name yeah. yeah,
1: hit me. Royce O'Neal.
0: My oh. man.
1: Fan duel all-star. <laughs> At a stealth 20 minutes a
0: night. <laughs>
1: That's your best defensive duo right there. Yeah, there, there you go. Gobert and O'Neal, Royce O'Neal. Yeah.
0: I, I think they would put up a fight against uh,
1: <laughs> Kawhi. But Donovan, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell's not far behind, actually. Okay, yeah. okay. It's hard for young guys. It's hard to quantify defense like that. Like, we know what good offense looks like, good defense is like. Yeah. It's just who is stout, who stays in front of a guy, who fights through the screens. It's hard to see. The right answer is Kawhi and PJ. I also think the stats here can be a little
2: misleading, um, which is like a whole other discussion, but I think the stats can be a little misleading because it's like... Well, yeah, Hassan Whiteside's a very capable defender when he plays 20 minutes a night versus a guy like Andre Drummond or let's say like Derek Favors or Nikola Vucevic, who's playing 35 minutes a night. So like, yeah, it's you know, you could argue you, you can make there's an argument that like, I don't know, like Bam Adebayo or Marcus Gasol Marc Gasol's playing 30 minutes a night. He's arguably a better defender than uh, Hassan Whiteside because he's out there for longer, right? Strong disagree. <laughs> Whoa!
1: Strong disagree. <laughs> oh my god! Our team first...
0: Whiteside till I die, y'all! <laughs> I didn't know you were such a Whiteside guy. He's out there hacking and whacking. Mm. He's a
1: Whiteside <laughs> head. He's. Uh, I also have PG and Kawhi. I it's mean, a... those are
0: two great defensive wings. It,
1: they're very formidable. And imagine them playing with Patrick Beverly, who's also like yeah.
0: That's guy. when when playoffs come around. They're going to be great in regular season, but when the playoffs come around, that's when teams play defense. Yeah, that team hard. is going to give up 87 a game it's gonna be hard to score against those three yeah patrick beverly being your third best defender is terrifying it's crazy yeah
1: but they also they don't have a great like i think of how the lakers will play them uh just you know um because i'm biased but who's their like big who's stopping boogie and ad like they have Zubots down there montrez harrell is kind of short boogie's
0: gonna stop boogie Boogie will, Boogie stop, will Boogie. stop Boogie, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that. One thing I'll say
2: about those guys Montrez Kawhi and, and Paul George is like, you know, most teams that, that have a star player, right, they, they attract help defenders, right? So LeBron's gonna attract a help defender, Anthony Davis is gonna attract a help defender, right? But if the opposing defense doesn't need to do that, then everyone's, one on run, everyone's one on, uh, one-on-one, right? Like, the advantage of having James Harden on your team is that you got to double-team him. And once you double-team him, ideally he's going to be able to find Clint Capella, who's open, right? He's going to be able to find Westbrook, who's open. But all of a sudden, if James Harden is being guarded one-on-one by Kawhi Leonard and he doesn't need help, then it's going to be a lot harder for Clint
1: Capella to score. It's going to be a lot harder for a guy like Westbrook to shake off Paul George. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be awesome to watch regardless Yep. Uh, let's go to a more subjective, fun uh, category. I have coolest duo.
0: Yeah. You always sneak in a coolest. Yeah. We've done this on other ones too, and I always find it hard to be like, all right, what is cool? Who's the coolest duo? Right. I have mine.
1: Okay. Let's um, start with you this time.
0: I have mine, and it's uh, one of them. Well, I won't give it a – I'll just say it. CJ McCollum and Dame Dame wow. Lillard. Oh, I think Dame Lillard is maybe the coolest dude in the NBA. Sure, low key. Yeah,
1: yeah. It might not even be low key.
0: D- but he does he he doesn't present himself like a, I want to be the most popular guy in the league. And I think that's what makes him even cooler. That's right. Right. He doesn't dress like a weirdo. Right. <laughs> He's just cool. The dude is just like, and that's the thing about cool people. Hannibal Burris has a whole routine about this. Cool people never need to tell you I'm cool. Mm, yeah. They never need to like let you think like look at me I'm so cool. They're just cool. And I think that Dame carries that. And CJ kind of like learned from him, it seems like, and also is pretty swaggy. Dame is cool, very cool. CJ Lehigh.
1: Mm. I don't know if he's cool as much as he is like smart and kind of funny.
0: He's suave. I feel like he's yeah, like. He's I feel like he's not going to let you get in his head. He's not going to let a reporter like make him like fly off the no, handle. Yeah. He, I feel like he's like cool with it. He's chill. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, he's. Th- chi- this is an obvious one here, Bill. I, I, I love Lillard and McCollum. I mean, Lillard is a rapper, right? Which is inherently cool. Yeah. And then c- and a good rapper. CJ. Really? That's
0: that's a that's a thing. A respected rapper. Yeah. People like his rap. Yeah. Which is a
2: hard thing to get. Yeah. And then CJ has a podcast, right? He's a journalist, which is also cool. Which is very cool. Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, Dame points to his wrist when he's hitting half court shots. McCollum is like the spitting image of Stefan Urkel. I mean, like, what more can we say about these guys? They're very, very cool people. Valid yeah,
1: They're both recording shit Like one is just Hardcore rap And the other sure. Is a MeUndies ad Yeah for their podcast <laughs> Cool Right Very cool. cool Very cool Oh you got a pre-roll oh, You got a sure. pre-roll Coming up next A coupon code Pre- yo, yo, <laughs> yo 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 <laughs> Alright uh, Wendelkin Who's your coolest duo
2: Well I had Lillard and McCollum uh, Earmarked But another cool duo That I love uh, Reside in Philadelphia And that is Simmons and Embiid Simmons is cool. Simmons is he cool? and Embiid. Uh, so here's oh. where I'm coming from. This Simmons, yeah, stylistically, your... <laughs> I love how these guys play. Specifically, that they're they're massive. They're very very big guys. Um, they're definitely tall. Yeah, they're tall. Yes. Uh, Philly has completely embraced their fetish for large men, right? So they have hmm. Al Horford, they have Josh Rich- Rich- Richardson, they added Tobias yep. Harris in the offseason. but it's really Embiid and Simmons that are their their star attractions, right? And what makes Simmons cool? Simmons is six foot ten, Embiid is seven
0: foot. No, that's tall. Let me that's finish. Let me I think finish. you're confusing the word <laughs> tall with cool. So it is very. Like, I know plenty cool. of tall. Dorks. It is
2: very cool to me if you are a six foot ten. Player that they call a point guard when in actuality you are a center. I mean, Simmons is a six foot 10 center. All he does is. These are heights. He dunks the ball. He dunks the ball. He's very cool. (laughs) Um, Dunking is cool. Dunking is very cool. Um, okay
0: (laughs) Embiid I think you're thinking did you hear tallest when he said
2: coolest look the coolest thing about the Philadelphia Sixers is that they are playing the game in a different way right they don't let anyone on the court unless you're six foot ten or taller right and that's Mm. what they're doing here with Simmons and Embiid Um, Mm. Simmons is dating a celebrity I know that that's pretty cool Uh, Embiid is from Cameroon that's very cool um, kind of they short. are a very cool duo,
0: if you ask me. Okay, is Embiid cool or is he corny? I have Embiid in another category. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, he, is some, he is something to me, <laughs> but I have him in another category, and it's not cool. Wow. He's a little corn, right? He's a little corn. He's uh, he's uh, a baby corn. He is a, he's a big baby corn. <laughs> big baby <laughs> corn. Wow. That's no a great
1: nickname. Uh, I got, got James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Seems like a no-brainer. Is Harden cool? I think they're very cool. Mm. I think those two are very cool. And I think Ross is definitely
0: cool. Yeah. Hardin kind of feels like an anomaly to me. He's kind of cool. I mean, the way
1: they dress is very cool. It's yes. stuff that I would never wear. Yes. They don't seem to
0: care about what they wear. <laughs> Does personale- Do you need to have a personality to be cool? Uh, do there- you need to have a personality <laughs> to be cool? I don't think Because so. Hardin doesn't seem to have a personality to me. Yeah, at all. and I don't think
1: you need... I think you just need to walk with swag into... Mm. Like, he wore such crazy, like, didn't he wear, like, overalls at one point? Like, yeah, he denim took some overalls. swings. Yeah. He's definitely <laughs>
0: taken swings. <laughs> and
1: gl- sunglasses during press conferences. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's well very cool. Yeah. cool. yeah, cool to me. You
0: think he's a cool guy? When you I see Harden, you're like, that's a cool dude right there.
1: I, plus, he's got the beard. He created a thing. That's cool. He, like, nobody else has that facial hair.
0: Yeah, but he has no jawline. No. You have to have that beard when you have that jawline. That's true. But there are other NBA players that don't have that beard. And or he's that, got a mohawk. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that one. That's a cool duo. I'm with it. Coolest duo. Yep. I'll give you this. Way cooler than Ben Simmons. <laughs> wow. I don't I I am floored by that call. Wow. Like that's not they're not that cool. He's a khaki. Right. He's a khaki. Simmons is a khaki. He's an Australian shirt. khaki. He's a khaki sh- Australian's pretty
1: cool actually. Right.
0: Does he have a tattoo? Doesn't, Doesn't he even, even have, have a tattoo? T- does he have an earring?
1: <laughs> give
2: wow. me
0: something.
1: You guys got no something.
2: love for tall coolness.
1: Well, let we'll let the we'll let the audience weigh in. Please tweet at us. I yes. need to know if who's the
0: coolest. That one is the most. Like objective. you picked the tallest, Wendelkin. Just like if which you is were, very you did cool. Did They're the doing
2: something that no one else in the NBA is doing. They're playing. Guys. Is, Their whole team is like six foot ten or taller.
0: No, we know about the height, which is cool. Boban cool. Is Boban cool? <laughs> Boban's very <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Here's uh, another fun one. Most likely to blow up first, a.k.a. the Chris Paul James
0: Harden Award. The duo that won't get along.
1: The duo that just won't work. There you go. Two alpha males sometimes don't get along. Sometimes it lasts forever, and mm. sometimes it's just the egos get in the way. Mm-hmm. Classically, Kobe and Shaq. Mm-hmm. Recently, Chris Paul James Harden. Mm-hmm. Do you Before that, Chris Paul and anybody else. I'd be
0: curious who yours is, Amir. Uh,
1: let's start with me. Steph Curry and D'Angelo Russell.
0: Really? Mm. Yeah. You think that Curry is capable of a blow up?
1: Uh, I think he's capable of saying, who is this kid who's not taking the the Warriors? Like, D'Angelo Russell on the Warriors, I'm afraid, is a very ill fit. Hmm. He's he's cool. That would have been a good cool one. Yes. He's too cool for the Warriors. Uh Uh-huh. I think it it kind of reeks as like a uh, Cousin Oliver situation. How does it blow up? Is it green? Is it
0: ultimately green?
1: I mean, green and D. Lo. Green telling D. Lo to get out of here like seems like an inevitability. Yeah, right. I mean, D. Lo just like doing whatever he wants, not buying into the culture, not buying into the offense. Right. And then does he have a history of that? Uh, I mean, remember what happened to the Lakers. Yeah, what what was that exactly? That was a, he was uh, he was re- secretly recording Nick Young. There you go. To the point where <laughs> he was called a snitch. Right. To the point where we had. He was driven him. out. He was he, driven out. Right. Then he went to the Nets. Yes. And the Nets were all like him. Very they loved young, him, right? Very cool, yeah. He's
0: even beloved in that city. That's right.
1: Right. But now it's like he's moving from JV to varsity. And I yeah. don't
0: know if he's emotionally capable. And interestingly enough, he was also varsity in Brooklyn and now kind of JV in Golden State he's both he's both ways he's on a a, better team but he's a smaller player
1: I have a soft spot for D'Lo because he was a Laker draft pick and will be again and I think he's uh, very good when he is very good Mm -hmm. like when he's shooting well he's very exciting and entertaining ice in my veins and all that stuff I worry about the fit in Golden State okay And you think him and Curry might have a public blow-up? I guess him and Draymond, Uh, Steph and him are the fit that wouldn't be great. And then Draymond and D'Lo is
0: more be the one who chirps. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's Um, a tough
1: position to be in. I mean, like you
2: know, the team has won how many championships now? It's it's hard being the new guy, like joining that team. Twenty three years old. Yeah,
1: it's 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 really hard. I mean, also like no expectations though. Zero expectations and, like, the talk literally within 40 seconds is like, the Warriors will be looking to trade D'Lo. Yeah, Yeah, right. Okay, he got nine seconds before Mark Stein tweeted something on June 30th. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Look for them to move on from D'Lo. It's not a good fit. That's right. Yeah, (laughs) instantly. Um, Um, Wendelkin?
2: Most likely to blow up. Um, I got man. I just it just feels like the writing is on the wall here. Amir, Chris Paul isn't long for Oklahoma,
0: right? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm here. Who's the duo that he blows up with? Yeah. Oh, Who doesn't he get along isn't with?
2: Isn't it obvious? The CP3 Gallo duo. Yeah. He's blowing oh. that up. Maybe. What? Yeah. Oh. CP3
0: Gallo won't get along. Oh. Are they Clippers together? No,
2: no, no. They're not gonna. They're not gonna make it. I mean, you're hearing rumblings already about CP3 maybe joining forces in Miami. With Jimmy Butler, uh, of course, where we ultimately want to see him land is in Los Angeles with Rajon Rondo's Lakers. Um, <laughs> To blow up yet again. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul is a vet, right? Like he isn't looking to be part of some sort of rebuilding situation in Oklahoma City with Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's he's, you know, I mean, he's still spry for, you know, forty two years old, but I mean he would make a great <laughs> nice. he would make a great counterpart and friend for LeBron in LA. I don't know, guys. I
0: I somehow just do see. CP3 in the city of Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah, I, I are just don't the, see. the duo that will blow up with one another.
2: Right. I don't see Chris Paul finishing the year wearing, you know, Cayenne and, and blue with the Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: So, wow. yeah. Cayenne. Deep Cayenne reference. Sure. Damn. The peppers. Sure. It's not bad. Is that their color? Yeah. <laughs> I believe him. Cayenne. I believe him. Wait, you're, you mean cyan? Huh? Cyan, west c-y-a-n or c-a-y-a-n oh, yeah. like
2: that like maroonish like it's one of their alternate uh, colors they have like the blue orange
1: yellow ki- like that maroonish yeah. red yeah because their blue could also be cyan are they the first team with cyan and cayenne and <laughs> their colors could be <laughs> are cp3 and uh. are cp3 and gallo clippers together hmm feels like that had to have some overlap right yeah right something was there maybe they got some history
2: what was the trade? It was, it was Gallo. It was a three way trade that got Gallo to Los Angeles with the Clippers. And I want to say Denver. From Denver? Right? Wasn't, yeah. Yeah. wasn't Gallo part of the trade when Blake went to Denver? Am I crazy? Blake, Blake went never to went Detroit. to Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Uh, when, when Blake went to Detroit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, anyway, yeah. you can look it up while Billy tells us he's most
0: likely to blow up. Jimmy Butler, bam, out of bio. <laughs> I mean, the name's already a collision name. Jimmy Butler has a history of blowing up with people, and Bam Adebayo is in this rare thing, this rare case where the guy who was in front of him has left. Bam, all the people in Miami have loved Bam for a long time. He hustles hard. He's a double-double every night guy. And now it's like his third or fourth year in the league. It should be his team. Yeah. He's put in that man hours. He, like, knows the coaches. He knows the schemes. He's the big one. It should be his team. Jimmy Butler forces a trade to go to this state, the state of Miami Latter state of Florida rinse, repeat he's and, done it before and he's going to come in yep. and he's going to be like my team my team and bam is going to be standing there like but it's my team and it's already happened twice in the exactly. last like two years and I'm no rookie anymore yeah I'm not a rookie anymore like I'm four years in the league I've been living in Miami I've been doing my thing you just show up and you're going to take this from me I got four inches on you and 50 pounds that's right shut your mouth yeah then it explodes. <laughs> then so, it Butler, ex-
1: Butler Cat has already happened. Yes. Butler
0: Embiid has already happened. Yes. And now... He goes after the alphas. He goes after the center alphas. And, and he's now he's coming for Bam. Yeah. Bam's a big boy. Bam's pretty awesome. Yeah. And he's rough. He's rough and tough. That's right. Yeah. So Where's Bam from? Where is Bam from? And what's up with Bam? Yeah. Do we think that that's a shortened version of like some sort of like? Yeah, like Benjamin oh, an- for Benjamin sure, Benjamin Anthony Morris It's a shortened right. version right. of something. Or even an like Adebayo. an African, is there like some sort of? Yes, has out of bio.
1: Is he like actually from like Nigeria or is he just like from Orlando? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Orlando, I'm pretty sure. That's cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or Bamdo? though. Wendell, can any updates on Gallo and or Bam? I'm still looking for it. All right. I'm going to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. You can keep looking. While I praise my bookie for sponsoring this episode of our show, Billy, you know if you want a stake in the best fight card of the twenty nineteen calendar, you gotta head to my bookie. I did know that, but to go on. Daniel Cormier defenses UFC heavyweight title against Miocic. And Nate Diaz is back in the octagon for the first time since twenty sixteen. Did not know that. You're talking about clashes. Watch MMA. Those guys make each other bleed. For real. I've seen it. Uh, UFC 241 is stacked. Wow, they're already on 241.
0: Damn, it feels like we were just at 217. <laughs>
1: Yesterday. And my bookie is the place to put some money down on fight night. My bookie has better bonuses and better MMA odds than any other sports book, period. Plus, it's almost football season. Yeah. Nothing better than betting on football, and uh, MyBookie is the best way to do it. They're hosting the first online handicapping super contest and first place is guaranteed to win at least hundred thousand dollars and it cost a hundred dollars to enter we should do that we will pick a couple games a week and if you have the best record over the season you win a hundred grand easy thanks my bookie it's cash money cash money y'all uh pick five NFL games against the spread every week and then you climb the leaderboard and score your share of a huge cash prize great uh, i would recommend this service to my listener it's been good to me and that's why my bookie is always the right way to play whoa they gave me a promo code excuse me that's right if you up to one thousand dollars your first uh deposit bonus they double your first First deposit
0: you put in a thousand, it's worth two.
1: I guess so, because they say if you use promo code Amir to activate the offer, up to a thousand dollar first deposit bonus.
0: Amir, you are a
1: cheat code. Visit my bookie online today that's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code my name Amir uh, to bet, win, and get paid. Thanks, my bookie. Wendelkin, update uh, looks like Galinari and Chris Paul were never teammates on the Clippers. Ooh, disappointing. He's it's
0: disappointing
1: Gallo's got a very punchable face and Chris Paul you ball, we say know that
0: so punched. much Amir yeah it's true why do you think his face is so punchable well, he, gets, he got he, into uh, a fist fight in Europe right didn't he uh, <laughs> we've all been in a fist fight it doesn't make our faces punchable it's well, I just, about
1: how close your eyes are and how flat your forehead is if
0: he that had a beard would he be less punchable is he smooth is his skin too smooth for you?
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is. A beard would definitely
0: help, but I don't think he can
1: grow a beard. He's
0: like, you don't look face. that far off from Gallo. Like, yeah, you guys I share wouldn't qual- say I have a not
1: punchable face. Oh, you,
0: okay, so you acknowledge <laughs> that you also have a punchable face. <laughs>
1: not as punchable as Gallo, but definitely closer to Gallo than average. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wendelkin, punchable face, yay or nay? Gallo? Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm not going to punch
1: it. All right, that's fair. Ask me. You think think gala's got a punchable face i do oh
0: my god you agree with me (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) i've said it so many times it's worn you down you've just never asked uh and then did we get any uh updates on bam autobio's real name and uh birthday oh let me let me get that for you birthplace all right (laughs) while you pull that up let's let's Do something a little meaty. Mm. We did best defensive duo. Let's do best offensive duo. This one's obvious. A duo that just cannot be stopped when they have the ball. Yes. You think it's
0: so obvious? Let's hear who you got. It's the Cools. It's your votes for the Cools. (laughs) The Houston Rocket Cools. I mean, they're the best offense. Yes. (laughs) They are the best two players at offense. But You can't stop either of them one-on-one. I'm worried about them not playing well together. They're two
1: great one-on-one players. But I feel like there are duos out there that elevate themselves
0: that make them better than
1: a Russ or a Harden individual.
0: Could be on their own. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how many NBA players rely on a second player to make them that good. Interesting. It seems like most stars don't need a second piece to be like, I'm going to get my 30 tonight.
1: So for you, the best offense is iso ball. It's like who's hmm. got the best chance of taking their guy one on one.
0: Yeah, that or coaches scheming. Like, in a way where it's, like, you pick off the ball so we can get you in positions for you to score. A little Warriors action. Yeah. But, like, gone are the days of, like, Karl Malone and John Stockton. Like, where it's, like, this duo, like, they both are so much better with one another. I don't think there's a lot of duos in the league right now that, like, elevate one another's game, like insurmountably.
1: Wendelks, Hmm. do you got somebody who can elevate their game? Well, beyond what James Harden or Russ can do themselves. Yeah.
2: I mean, I I thought the best offensive duo. I'm kind of in Billy's camp here. I thought the best offensive duo will probably be Harden and Westbrook. Like I think they have the chance to be the most unabashed my turn, your turn duo we've ever seen in like NBA history. Um, But if you want to talk about duos that sort of elevate each other while on the court, Um, I feel like a duo that maybe doesn't get talked about too much right now is Jokic and Murray. Yeah. Last year, I mean, the Joker last year put up like a ridiculous twenty points a game, eleven rebounds, and seven assists a game. Right? Murray put up eighteen points a game with four rebounds and five assists. Murray just signed like a long-term contract, so he, his his numbers are bound to climb. Right? He's gonna he's gonna be getting more opportunities in his third year. You got to assume that his production kind of continues on an upward trajectory. Um, so I, I look for those guys to have even bigger and bigger impact in the league this year as a duo on court duo. And I just feel like stylistically Jokic kind of the way he plays is that he sets up his teammates, right? Like he's so unselfish scoring kind of comes naturally to him, but the thing that he loves most is making his teammates look really good. So I feel like, you know, Jokic just from an unselfish standpoint is probably one of, you know, like one of the, the best like partners to have in the league.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Watching Jokic in the playoffs was a pretty awesome part of like last spring. Yeah, like seeing his coming yeah. out. I guess he's already been very good, but like his like national debut against the Blazers. Like mm-hmm. this this tubby, pale white, Incredible. Serbian guy yeah. just pick apart yes. the Blazers. Yes, it was so cool. He, a march Jokic, through them. I <laughs> forget who the interview
2: was with, but Jokic did this interview with someone on NBA TV, I think, where he was like, you know, when you score a basket, one person is happy. When you set someone up with an, a great assist, two people are happy. And like, it's as simple as that you know like he just yeah. he just like enjoys fun like he just wants to make people happy and have fun on the court and he plays that way and he's just
1: such a joy to watch he kind of reminds me of like a dad that's playing pool basketball with a lot of kids Yes. <laughs> so it's like they don't even know that they're open but the dad can see things
0: yes. like, he can just you, hold the ball yeah. high up too yeah. and like move it
1: around or like his layups are like cumbersome as they're going up but they always float up and drop them that's a good the call that's yeah. a really
0: good call I yeah. see that
1: metaphor crystal
0: clear on the court <laughs> crystal clear for
1: whatever reason he can see lanes that aren't necessarily even there
0: yeah he's just bigger and like slower than everybody like Great a dad vision. yeah yeah makes the right play
1: and he's already like the best passing seven footer ever Like right. he's averaging more assists than any seven and he doesn't need has. to be
0: cool He's not trying to be cool around you kids. No. He's just trying to win. Go yeah.
1: home, eat a steak. That's right. Right. He's Is he Bosnian? What is he, Serbian? He's Serbian. I forget already. Yeah, he's Serbian. Serbian. All right, great. Nailed it. Uh, just to bring us back, I also had James Harden and Russell Westbrook as of best
0: offensive duo. Yeah. They're so hard to guard. Yeah. Nearly impossible. They're maybe one and two the most <laughs> unstoppable one-on-one players in the league. Right. Well, Russ
1: has taken a dip um, in his shooting. Mm-hmm. So like you can almost play off of him a little yeah. bit and mm-hmm. he'll keep shooting. But when he's driving to the basket, there's no put him in
0: D'Antoni's scheme. Yeah. It's going to be
1: fast and crazy. Yeah, it's going to be weird to like see them play off the ball for once. I feel
0: like the two
2: big questions for that team and those guys this year going into the season is just going to be like one is can they can they like integrate Westbrook into D'Antoni's system? Right, like obviously Dan T- uh, D'Antoni's team loves to shoot threes. Are they going to try to turn Russ into a spot up three point shooter? He shoots less than three thirty percent behind the arc. Um, and then the other thing is like, can Harden and Westbrook play off one another? Can they both be willing to do less? Can they take less? Can they produce less if it means winning more? And um, do you think the Rockets will be better this year? I kind of predict. I I think that the Rockets will be a little bit better. I think Westbrook will remain like a dominant threat, just slashing to the rim. I don't think he's all of a sudden going to turn into this like incredible three point shooter. I think you know he's just going to play his his normal game, which is slashing to the rim. But what what he'll be great with is just kicking out, right? Like so, those guys, his teammates, those role players, those guys spotting up at the quarter, they're just going to have to knock down those threes. I I expect both guys they'll be have they'll see like a dip in their production, um, but I think it'll mean slightly better team results. Yeah,
0: I think Houston wrecks shit. I think they could be the number one team. Yeah, Yeah. seriously, they
1: they were they were the number two team for the last five years. only because the Warriors were there. I think now the Warriors are gone. Right, and in theory, they upgraded from Chris Paul to Russell Westbrook because they traded a bunch of draft picks to just make that
0: flip. Yeah, and now he's there. Like, we're, everyone's sleeping on Houston. Yeah. Like, no doubt everyone is sleeping on Houston this year. Where it's like, we don't see that working. Yeah. If these
2: guys go, like, full bore here, I mean, the uh, like, Harden and Westbrook, when, when you talk about offensive duos, these are, like, two of the greatest, like, stat chasers <laughs> in the history of, like, the modern game. I mean, like, you know, Harden. to MVPs. Yeah, Harden, like, chasing 70-point nights. You know, Westbrook chasing, like, triple-double dov- triple, triple, double averages. Um, I mean it could be really fun to see them just go like all in just
1: chasing stats uh, but yeah it'll be fascinating to see how they play on the court together. They're also best friends only friends it seems like they're the only friends each other has. <laughs> so like there's that level <laughs> right. of chemistry it's like right. you're not going to ask me to trade my best friend like I did with Chris Paul it seems like right, he for sure. begged and pleaded and got his way and now he gets to play with his best friend That's so, right. whether it's a good basketball fit or not is yet to be determined. Mm.
0: Can I pick the next category? Yes please can we do most underrated? Mm. You know,
1: I was going to go there anyway because of the Jokic thing oh, okay. Um, as an underrated duo. But yeah, let's hear your most underrated duo. The
0: reason why I wanted to do it is because these were my backup best offense. Okay. Um, and they are D.I.R. and Fox and Buddy Heald. Oh, that's pretty Ooh, underrated. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that the like?
0: Kings are going to be way above 500 this year. They were like a 500 team last year, like... Approximately 41 at yeah, 41. Yeah. They'll have 50 under. wins. I think. 50 wins? Yeah. Well,
1: wow, you can make a lot of money if you actually think that. I, I think, think they're over unders in the 30s. Really? Yeah. Because oh. the West got much so much better and they didn't necessarily. They're good, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're really good. But are they good now or are they
0: trending to be good? Like, I think the they're going to be. Core. I think last year they were trending to be good. I think now, this, this year, year they are going to be good and Bagley's going to be there too. With, like full season health. The Kings are going to scare people, dude. And those two dudes together, I watched a lot of Kings and a lot of Hawks last year. And they kind of both play similarly, like fast, up-tempo basketball. But those two, when they're in together, like, it's just speedball. Buddy Heald is like a classic shooting guard. Yeah. Like, give him three feet of space and he will hit the shot. And Aaron Fox is lightning. I read
1: recently that Buddy Heald has hit more threes last year than Clay ever had in a season. They're
0: real. He's real. Like yeah. he he his stats are really like bore not boring, but they're like really like straightforward. Like eight for eleven every night. Yeah. You know, but like when you watch it, it's trouble. Yeah, there is some John Wall Bradley Beale like comparisons, I feel like, with the Young
2: Kings with uh Healed and uh Fox, you know, like healed uh yeah like you said billy just like a a spot up knockdown shooter from deep and fox just like dashing to the rim you know trouble yeah yeah fox is trouble he's still getting better yeah
0: Yeah, he's like he's still finding his game he's got he's got that young john John wall
2: kind of energy just like just lightning sprinting at the rim yeah. yeah. So
0: to me those two are like they're not national names yet, but like they're gonna And be... then they
1: also have Bagley, who's like might be better than both of them. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Do I have him as my Okay, we'll get to that category.
1: Uh you got a most underrated duo, Wendelkin? Most underrated duo. Um I
2: don't know that kinda of, kinda of like Billy, like I don't know that they're necessarily underrated, but maybe they're maybe a little bit under the radar. Um Yeah, under the radar. I got Trey under radared uh, I got Trey Young and John Collins. Um, I think these guys are coming for it this year, Amir. I mean, John Collins, John Collins might be the best like kept secret from the 2017 draft. You know, like he, he kind of gets yeah. overshadowed by guys from that class. You know, it was that was the class with Lonzo and Jason Tatum and De'Aaron Fox and Donovan Mitchell. And of course, like that was the year that Ben Simmons joined, you know, Ben Simmons was the draft class before, but that like he set out his rookie year. So anyways, John Collins kind of gets like lost in the shuffle a little bit, but Collins is... Do you remember when he jumped over the paper airplane? Yes, I do. <laughs> Clipped the wing. Yes, yes. What a low not, point maybe for not the NBA Maybe year. not his finest moment to introduce himself to I America. I crawled under my couch. But um, he's a Sorry, stud, man. Like, he, he, no, he's a stud. He, he, he's a combo 4-5, you know what I mean? Like He plays a power forward or the center. And, uh, you know, I, I, read something like it was like all, of all the guys that averaged 18 and 10 in their second year, only Shaquille O'Neal had a higher shooting percentage than John Collins. So Jeez. yeah, man, wow, plus really? he's developing a three pointer. He's a t- tenacious rebounder. And then Trey young, you know, like the guy has this incredible shooting prowess. The passing is visionary. Um, I just I just feel like the sky is the limit with the Hawks. And I, I really expect big things from the Hawks this year. I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs. I, th- I think certainly they're going to be in contention for a seven or eight. Yeah, season. I
0: wrote uh, that I... This isn't a category that any of us have been planning on doing, but I wrote best NBA jam team, which is comprised of one tiny Ooh. and one big. And yeah. I think Trey Young and John Collins is the best yeah. duo for them. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. that shooter from half court yeah. and the guy who can dunk from half. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. that's a good point, Billy, too. Like they just also really... Co- like
2: their style of play is really complementary and like the their like the way they look is really complementary like Trey Young is this <laughs> tiny little jitterbug and John Collins is this big monster and yeah you just want to toss the ball up in the air and have John Collins like slam it down so
1: Sure. It's also, Trey Young has one of the coolest names in the NBA, and John Collins is one of the lamest. Yeah. So it's a nice that's juxtaposition fun. there. Yeah. Yeah, very underrated. Young Trey for a young three-point shooter is perfect. Yeah. Oh, wow. And John Collins is a senator from Missouri.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Uh, real quick, my underrated duos, duos that mm, people aren't necessarily talking about or we haven't brought up yet, is Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert. You mm-hmm. touched on it earlier. Mm-hmm. But talk about a classic, big, defensive... Guy who can throw anything down and Mike Conley, who's like one of the most underrated point guards ever. Yeah. Never been an all star, yeah. but like makes all of his teammates better. Hold on.
0: He's never been an all star. Never, yeah, never been that an all That is wild. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's he's why like people...
0: a $200 million man,
1: isn't he? That's right. Yeah. He signed a $150 million contract. Who's the coverage.
2: guy? I mean, he, he never has, made like, the All-Star There are a couple now. of guys that are always blocking his way. I feel like every all star team because he plays
1: in the West, yeah, right? Like between Steph yeah. and Dane, CP3, and it was, and it was Russ, and Harden. Poor guy. Damn.
0: He's great. Yeah, he's great. Great. He uh, doesn't finish a season
1: usually, but he's great. And what about Drew Holiday and Zion? Ooh. How about that for an NBA jam? Yeah, team? that's a fun one.
0: Drew Holiday. Oh, Zion, an NBA <laughs> jam, is fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Zion's the only player who plays NBA like it's the NBA jam. That's right. Like he can actually dunk from the free throw line. Correct. Windmill. Correct. No big deal. Correct. Uh Wendelkin, do you have a category you want to hit up next? Hmm. How about best third player to help the duo? Ooh, I was hoping you'd choose that one. I was really proud of this category. Yeah. It was. A, yeah. Who's the best third best player in the NBA? That's right. The we, third
0: wheel would be the name of this word.
1: I'm just realizing now uh, I didn't read my two rules, which were KD doesn't count because he's injured. So <laughs> nobody's mentioned Kyrie and KD yet. Correct. Because they're not going to be playing next year. And Clay is also, we'll call him a scratch in terms of best duo. Mm-hmm. So like best offensive duo could in theory be Steph and Clay, But not but this season. Not this season because who knows what Clay will be. Correct. Uh, okay, third best, third best player yeah. uh, to help the duo. I'll start with Al Horford. Ooh. I mean, talk about oh, perfect, clever. perfect complementary piece to help out like a great young. Uh, cool duo as Wendelkin would call him you need a, a, a tall he's, the word is tall he's veteran presence he's a great defensive player he can shoot the three stretch the floor like make up for defensive inefficiency and he was the best player to guard and beat and now he's on your team
0: that is a huge pickup that is pretty cool I think cool. you've swayed me That's
1: I'm pretty sure you've cool, swayed me <laughs> oh, wow yeah <laughs> and he's you've, hot yeah he's yeah. very hot
2: uh, Wendelkin who you got Best third player to help a duo. Um, we were just kind of talking about them. but I, for me, it's really hard distinguishing Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Rudy Gobert. Like, who's the who's the third wheel there? I mean, it's like they're all. I when I was thinking about Utah, I was like, who's the duo and who's the third wheel? Um, yeah. I, I just feel like they all bring so much to the table. I
0: feel like Gobert is the third wheel. You feel like, I feel like I feel like if I had to vote, it would yeah, be yeah.
2: I mean, I, I, it's interesting. I think if it's an offensive conversation, it's hard to argue. Right. You know, Conley and Mitchell—they both put up twenty plus points, right. right? They rebound, they pass the ball, but you know, don't sleep on Gobert. I mean, he's putting up sixteen points, thirteen rebounds, and defensively, he's obviously a monster—like two and a half blocks a game.
0: Uh, he steals the ball. I'll be honest. Sometimes I sleep on. Yeah, him. you sleep on. <laughs> I'm not. You sleep on gobert i do yeah and then when i wake up and i watch yeah. i'm like i think it's okay to sleep not cool yeah. not i haven't cool. seen that moment where it's like damn yeah. gobert is like crazy good yeah he's got he's, like
1: deandre jordan
0: vibes yeah exactly where sure. it's like Defense. good center yeah good center but, he's but not like pick and popping from twenty feet. Yeah, there's never a moment where I'm like bugging out where it's like this dude is like the only one who could do that. Yeah. He just feels like, and he's good and he's instinctive and stuff. But I think am sleeping on him defensively. He's a, is where yeah, he he's a game it's changer. To see that? Right. Yeah, he's a game changer yeah. defensively. The Stifle Tower. Yep. yep. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, great.
2: Anyway, any way you cut it, regardless, however you want to call them, a duo, tr- like a trio, whatever. Um, you know, they're they're a three headed monster in Utah. It's gonna. They're just gonna be a handful this year. So I'm
1: excited to watch Real. that team. Kawhi would have been a great best third player on a duo. <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah. Yes. If he,
1: if he decide if he like manned up and actually chose the Lakers. I, yeah.
0: But he'd like he'd what? The oh, the Lakers. Finished. Oh yeah. I guess that would be interesting. He'd be great. He'd be great on the Lakers as a third. How are you feeling option. about that by the way? Like the I'm whole, over oh,
1: you're over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah. It sounds Absolutely.
0: like it. Yeah. It sounds like it. I'm not like, seething if that's a true wondering. Are you sure because your facial expression looks see like no. on the
1: on the cusp of seething. <laughs> no, I mean he could have if if we have to convince you to join the Lakers we don't. Who we
0: did don't you get when you who who did you use that money on? <laughs> who? The me, money that you were going to No, who did the Lakers uh use the 30 million or so dollars on instead of Kawhi? Uh, Troy Daniels uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Caruso. No. Um yeah. Okay. Uh boogie. so good. Yeah. Why seethe? Why would you be seething? No, I'm not
1: seething. I'm excited to see these players flourish. Oh, yeah.
0: No, no. You've always been a huge Danny. And then spell. we gave
1: about half of it to Danny Green.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kawhi's teammate. His exactly. old teammate.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess they did used to play together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's your best third best player? Prick? Uh, <laughs> Constantly bring this shit up just to piss
0: me off? <laughs> seething, folks. Seething. <laughs> um, well, I did have a couple of different guys, but you've convinced me. Even oh. though you just called me a mean name. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do your podcast wow. all the time, yeah, um, it is Al Horford. That's cool. You're right. Who did he just beat? He just beat, uh, well, I wasn't sure. It was kind of a Draymond Green, D'Angelo Russell type thing as well, mm, whichever yeah, one yeah, that yeah. is, and then also Lou Will. Lou Will. Mm. I think Lou Will's going to be crazy. Yeah. Lou Will's a bucket. Yeah. Lou Will is just, I mean. He might be the most underrated player in the shit. league. I mean, like. That team is so deep. He's definitely an underpaid player. Yeah, definitely underpaid. He's happy. If he, he seems like that one of the happiest players in the league, too. Like, when you see videos of him, and, like, he's in Vegas or something like that, isn't he always, like, smiley I'm and happy? He, he might be a good cool for a good yes. cool. Who else is cool on that team, though, mm. to pair him up with? Paul George is very cool. Is he? I think Paul George is cool, yeah. Interesting. Kawhi's very cool. Yeah. Ka- Kawhi. Respect the silence. <laughs> seething. Oh yeah, the Clipper. It's the time of the seething. How good can you, how cool can you be as a Clipper? Um, we're gonna find out when they win sixty-seven games this year. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of jokes, who you guys got as funniest duo? This is another category that you always want these guys to be funny. I want to know who y'all think is funny. It's really hard to be a, one singular funny NBA basketball player on your own, to be genuinely funny and make people laugh. To have to have a, a funny duo. teammate yeah. is getting like into the weeds, man. <laughs> All
1: right, I got a great answer, so I'll go last. Okay, Wendelkin, great. you got a funny yeah, duo?
2: Funniest duo in the league, I got LeBron and AD. Um, so Excuse LeBron me. James is 43 years Intentionally old funny? and actively making Instagram videos. And okay. there are few things funnier than seeing Anthony Davis pretend like he's okay with it. It's absolutely oh, cool. oh, this yes. is an ironic. This funny. Is this,
0: is a, this is a sarcastic. AD,
1: funny. I'm cutting your mic AD off across is, the, across the nation.
2: <laughs> Anthony Davis is clearly uncomfortable by everything that's going on with, with, with LeBron. You can see the fear in his eyes. Amir, the whole mm. Taco Tuesday thing, it's its not okay. Someone has to... Taco Tuesday!
0: It's very difficult no, also, to watch. Amir,
2: don't get, don't get washed up in that, dude. And
1: I love Taco Amir, Tuesday. Amir,
2: it's got to make Laker fans very nervous when they think about trying no. to resign Anthony Davis.
1: This is
0: Those Taco Tuesday videos, are those funny? Like, yes.
1: They are. Yeah. Ooh. To you. To me. Genuinely funny? I love them. Okay. Can't get enough. And to reveal Savannah, who's always embarrassed. Pan to
0: reveal <laughs> yeah. Savannah. Savannah. Savannah is all of us. Great
2: Savannah is all
1: of us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love Taco yeah. Tuesday. Not a fan. Not a fan. Who you got? For Taco Tuesday? No, for funniest dude's Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, struggling through this. Struggling through this uh, for the past day and a half since we figured out we were doing this podcast. Uh-huh. Went with Joel Embiid. I think he's funny. Interesting. I think he's funny. I know he's tall, Chris, but very I think cool he's funny. Very cool as well. Very cool. <laughs> uh, like, genuinely funny. He has very genuinely funny tweets. Yeah. We support that. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had to say, all right, who else might be funny on that team? I had to almost just, like, fight for it, and I came up with, don't feel good about it, Tobias Harris. Wow, yeah, because yeah. he has evidenced that he's funny with another player before him and bobby were genuinely charming and funny together that's true so i think that we just have two individually funny charming endearing who can at least work media a little yeah where's bobby now where did bobby go chris texas team dallas Dallas. yeah i want to say
2: texas although i wouldn't be totally surprised to see him wearing like the bright orange
1: of the phoenix suns yikes yeah exactly dragon bender style uh, funniest duo you're proud of yours Amir very proud very excited to huh. announce the actual this is the first objective answer that's correct huh. are Brooke and Robin Lopez the Lopez twins follow these guys on Twitter follow these guys on Instagram nice they're legit Respect. funny and they're finally playing against each other there's against a mon- or with sorry with each other yes. there's a there's a montage of their funny interviews about the other person they don't like each other they're bit which has been happening since they were, I think, in high school, is that they hate each other. Yes. But So they're like, like literally on draft day, they're making fun of each other. Yes. Like, as he gets drafted. Not obviously. with a wink. No. They're like Dry. Com-
0: committed
1: to <laughs> yes. the bit. Yes. Tweeting about hating each other, and then they're finally on the same team together. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a very fun season.
0: They are yeah. fun and funny.
1: I totally they're agree. They're very funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are they more likable than they are good at basketball? Brooke is very good. Yes, but and are is they very good? Yes, but are they more likable than they are good at basketball? <laughs> I think so, Bill. I would say, yeah, because
1: yeah. yeah. they're like a ten out of ten likable. Yeah, that's it. And an eight out of ten on. A are basketball. they
0: ten out of ten likable? Is there anything about them that you're like that's kind of lame? I guess, or you do can... even that some people could be like these dudes are lame.
1: Yeah, if you're cool, you can think that the corn.
0: They're jokes both are lame. There no, you go. they
2: also love Disney. <laughs> they're really into <laughs> animation. animation. They're
0: really into yeah. They go to those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Which, you're right by the way yeah you are right this is this is the answer you are right (laughs) (laughs)
2: yes
0: hey by the way
2: Boban Marjanovic plays for the Dallas Mavericks that's right okay
1: we got there that tracks you got there yeah um let's get to some real the final few categories okay most likely to stay together the longest
0: let's stay together
1: The opposite of the blow-up category, which guys do you think are together in five years, maybe 10 years, Mm -hmm. perhaps 20
0: years, Mm -hmm. Stockton Malone style? Mm -hmm. Uh, Billy, let's start with you. These were also my cools. Um, Damon CJ. I just think that like the city loves those two that's correct it seems like the city like really like they would say you guys stay forever we want you guys you win don't lose you don't have to win yeah. exactly yeah. we just like you guys repping the squad that's true and very few players in this modern nba have that kind of loyalty to their city yeah but they seem like they are beloved by the people of portland yeah so that's my guess.
1: and vice versa they love they love portland yeah and portland loves them
0: yeah good city to play for it seems like
1: um Most
0: likely to stay together,
2: I got Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. Yuck. That was mine. So, yeah, man. Porzingis grew up in Latvia, kind of admiring Dirk Nowitzki, right? The similarities between their games are are pretty obvious. Also, the Mavs got, like, one of the best rookie campaigns ever from Luka Doncic, Slovenian guy. Doncic – I read Doncic is the first rookie in 50 years to average 20 points – Seven rebounds and five assists a game. Jesus. So the last guy to do that was Oscar Robertson in 1961. So the last guy to do that was Tyreek Evans in 2007. <laughs> between the connection between Dirk, Porzingis, Doncic, it just feels like Dallas is emerging as this place where international guys want to like develop and play and it's like a home. Uh, KP and Luka, they're going to have a ton of success, right? They're going to play the pick and roll, the, the pick and pop. Um, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. They're both threats from three. They attack the basket. And I think as long as they're winning, you know, KP just signed their long term. Doncic is still on his rookie deal. I could see them being there for uh, the foreseeable future.
0: Is KP beloved nationally? <laughs> <laughs> I know one city that hates him. Yeah, no, I don't. Does the, does the country be like, yo, KP's the man? Or are people like, I don't know that dude. <laughs> are you asking about the country of the United States or the yes. country of Latvia? No, the country of the United States. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so.
2: No, I would say he's he's not not that cool in America, right? He's definitely not beloved. I mean, he's
1: definitely has some uh, some 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 marks on his record. He has a lot to prove. He's going to get booed in MSG, right? Yes, for sure. So beautiful. Who else has been booed at MSG? Like, who's the most hated player amongst Uh, Knicks? I mean, Reggie Miller was famously, you know, was like like a thorn. Are we talking current? No, ever. Yeah, we have to matter in order for Jordan. Us to
2: yeah, all players. the good yeah. players, all matter. the good players that broke our hearts. Jordan, uh, Shaquille O'Neal in his
1: heyday when he was with the Magic and would come, right? It's Reggie, though. The yeah. answer is yeah, Reggie. Yeah, it's really Reggie. So is Porzingis more hated than Reggie Miller ever was?
2: No, I think it's different. I mean, no, Reggie Miller actually no. hurt our team by beating us, whereas Porzingis was just kind of
1: a this, jerk and it didn't work York. out
0: and the relationship <laughs> fell apart. Yeah, I can't believe how fast I learned to hate that guy yeah that was that, fast that was spectacular he turned on i usually give everyone a very long runway yeah it went from
1: rumor to trade to hate in yeah. like 41 minutes and he just it was
0: just one one gif file yeah one file of him like smirking next to luca and i was like well i guess i hate him <laughs> yeah kind of an i asshole guess I, I hate him, him.
2: Yeah. i mean don't yep. get me wrong like the knicks are definitely to have plenty take plenty of the blame but like poor Zingas could have handled the whole thing much better so yeah he's got he's gonna get booed he's gonna get booed real bad
1: yeah, and I had, I had both of those, Damon and CJ staying together, but they're a little bit older than Porzingis and Luca, who mm-hmm. I think, like, Porzingis, like you said, already signed an extension. Luca's going to, like, get as much money as he wants to right. stay in Dallas forever. Right. And we know Cuban likes his foreigners there for as long as right. humanly possible. Boban. Um, all right. How about, uh, let's go to best fit. So, you look at a duo like James and Russ, they got great offense, but I it just doesn't feel like the fit is there. Who's got that, like... Uh, That pick and pop, that Peyton and Kemp, that mm, Malone and Stockton, best basketball fit as a duo. Mm -hmm. Wendelkin, who you got? So I don't think there's a better fit in the league as a
2: duo than uh, Kawhi and Paul George. Um, I just think that... Unproven.
0: What's that? No, no. It's surprising. It's unproven.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just feel like that they are two massive superstar wing defenders, right? They play both ways. Um, And I just, I I really expect it to be a seamless transition. Also, I just, I feel like they kind of match the genetic makeup of that team. There's kind of a very gritty defense first aesthetic, right? And I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be great. They're going to be great. They play both ways. They're both hounds on defense. They can, you know, play isolation on offense. They share the ball. They're, they're playmakers, um, teammates love them. I, I just, I think they're going to be really good. Yeah.
1: the I think they're going to be great defensively. I do worry a little bit about their offensive basketball fit. Mm. I think they're very similar players. Yes,
0: yeah. One ball, yeah. one yeah. ball type
1: thing. And neither of them pass very much. Like the, neither of them really average more than like three or four assists a game. So it's not, it's not mm. quite the Stockton who's like, who loves passing and Malone who loves scoring. Right. It seems like they're almost identical players, like drifted apart a little bit. Paul George would get the last shot
0: in the game. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's the better he he is better on offense, right? Paul George has better offense. I don't know anymore. Really? You think Kawhi is that nasty on offense? Wow. He
1: is very very good at offense. Yeah.
0: yeah, they are really similar. And he's very very clutch. Right. Uh, William, I said them already, but I, I really believe in them and I think they're really going to uh succeed is DeAaron and Buddy. Yeah, you love those guys. I think that they're <laughs> like they just like I've watched enough of them. It's like the pa- they like playing with one another. They understand how one another plays. They like the pace. They know how to score on you. uh uh-huh. Defense, I mean, that's one side of the ball. I can't speak to their... But, like, just, like, this feels like an offensive category. And the ball, when it moves between them, is just, for me, like, I want to watch five years of this basketball happen together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I have two. I have Giannis and Middleton. Mm, yeah. Giannis, the guy who drives and loves to kick it out. Middleton, the guy who loves to catch it. Yeah. So, proven, tall. Cool, yep, friendly together for a long time,
0: and that's the first Great time we've said Giannis, that's so right. that's good. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you should say that on a basketball podcast at yeah. some point.
1: Uh, another duo we haven't brought up once hasn't won a single award.
2: Hmm, 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 it's got to be Booker and Aiton, huh?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very good. Right. I'm talking about Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Best fit? Best fit. Hmm. We're talking about two players Mm. that love to pick and roll. Anthony Davis loves to screen and pop. He can make threes. He can roll to the basket. He can finish at the rim. LeBron James loves to pass, averages eight assists per game. He's never had a player like Anthony Davis. I think these guys are like the perfect complementary pieces to one another. Mm -hmm. They can both play defense when trying, Anthony Davis is like a perennial Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Yeah, for sure. And LeBron has about eight great games of defense in him. Uh-huh. Super high basketball IQ for both of these guys. Mm. And if Taco Tuesday is any indication, chemistry is at an all-time high Low. between oh, high. these guys. right. <laughs> Go to Yo, all right, listen. I'm
0: gonna just try, like, friend to friend. Yeah. You have a lot of fans and <laughs> listeners and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that's not funny. <laughs> like, you need to hear this from a friend. Yeah, Doing that is not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. And it doesn't make you look cool. It's nope. not good. Okay. Like, it infan- right. it me. In Amir, this you. is an intervention. You, you look I'm like sorry. a little kid who wants to fit in yeah. when you do that. Let me...
1: Let me Let's go straight to best overall duo, which is our last category.
0: I think (laughs) I know. We
1: get get one last scream of I don't know what yet, Uh but best overall duo. Let's combine everything we've seen so far. Offense, defense, fit, most likely to play together. However you want to quantify, qualify. Who do you think is the best overall duo in the NBA, Billy?
0: I'll go first. Right. Um, This duo has not not been listed yet. Is there an ice cream truck? Yeah. It's just passing by. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Someone's Classic. in New York. Someone is in New York. Beautiful. Last time you hit
1: up an ice cream truck, Wendelkin? Uh,
0: last week. Really? Nice nope. answer, dude. What'd you get?
2: <laughs> no, I'm I'm just messing with you. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> do you have a go-to? No, actually ice cream last truck month.
2: Order? Last month I got a, I got a uh, yeah, I got a vanilla cone out in Long Island City. Oh, Mr.
0: Softy. Yep. Sprinkles. Yep. What are you getting from an ice cream truck? Do you eat ice cream trucks? I'm here to, You don't eat anything. I don't. I don't dislike ice cream trucks, but I'm not actively seeking them Jesus out. Jesus Christ! Right? You're not going to chase after one and be like, "I want the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pop." No, or the I, Buffalo Bill. It's got gum. It's got candy.
1: I don't like that stuff.
0: You are such a. Whip. Give
1: me an unflavored iced milk ice cream sandy. You are. Oh, Two God. chocolate wafers <laughs> across a nice
0: thick slab of cold frozen vanilla creamed ice. You're mean. Jesus You're mean saying stuff like that makes you mean (laughs) you're diminishing other people's fun we were talking about an ice cream truck and now you're saying cold sandy or if necessary one of those toy
1: soldiers with a parachute that's not candy
0: (laughs) yeah no but you can get them in an
1: ice cream truck
0: yeah some ice cream oh so you just want some of the non-edibles yeah the the non-edibles or an ice cream sandwich sure what do you think choco taco you a choco taco kind of guy I'm not gonna get into the taco conversation again (laughs) best overall duo choco yeah stop that Mm -hmm. okay Goes to Kevin Knox and Mitchell Robinson. Wow. Wait until you see what these two are up to (laughs) this year. I knew that this would be the last category of the podcast. Uh And I knew that these two names would not come up. Of course. Nor should they. Has any Nick come up? Uh, Porzingis. Porzingis did come up. He is on the Mavs. (laughs) I knew that this was going to be my last chance to say a Nick. And so then I had to think, well, who are the best two Nicks? And I think... Dare but, I say, oh, well, I guess we RJ? do have the, not RJ, nope, maybe <laughs> Julius Randle, but I don't know him <laughs> enough yet. I've seen enough for Mitchell Robinson and Kevin Knox to say, this is the NBA's <laughs> best overall <laughs> duo And of this players. isn't just you being a Knicks fan or a home No, right, no, maybe. this is offense, this is defense, this is what I think the work ethic they're going to put in. Is, yeah. I think that at the end of this year, yep. we're all going to say, like, looking back on this season, yep. what things did we learn? The greatest. Duo in the, <laughs> in the NBA, NBA is Mitchell Robinson, second year center Mitchell Robinson, yep. and second year swingman <laughs> yeah. Kevin Knox. Mm.
1: Love it, Bill. Cool. <laughs> Love that. Cool. But, but,
0: <laughs> Amir's looking at me like, say the
1: real part, though, Bill. Say the real part. <laughs> so you're saying they're better than Giannis and Middleton?
0: Yeah, it's a duo. Better than <laughs> Like, I acknowledge yeah. that Giannis is probably duos. better than Knox. I think that Giannis probably and Mitchell Robinson Knox. is kind of a coin flip. Coin flip? Yeah. Between who? Mitchell Robinson <laughs> and Giannis? <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying taco Tuesday is embarrassing? Yes, dude. Listen you to gotta yourself. sound you sound like an infant when All you right. do
1: that. <laughs> you can't. who you got? Unless it's also you have RJ Barrett and fucking Reggie
2: Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bullock didn't make the list. God. I got uh I got I got I got my guys, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Um You're a fucking Clipper fan. Kawhi is a kingmaker, guys. He's a two-time NBA Finals, right? He won it once in 2014 with the Spurs, defeating LeBron James and the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. And then he won it again Mm -hmm. last year, right? Bringing an NBA title to the Toronto Raptors, a team that was, you know, the laughingstock of the league. Um, Yeah, easy sell. I I, I get it. Other teams have improved, right? Alferio Camino is going to Orlando. Aaron Baines is going to Phoenix. The Lakers got Anthony Davis to pair with swingman LeBron James. Fine. No team, guys, no team has taken a bigger step forward than than the Clippers adding Kawhi and Paul George. No doubt.
0: I think that uh I think that what we should do cuz when we did the buckets episode where we came up with the best player in the world category, mm, yeah. ultimately what we did was put these players in a theoretical one-on-one until we said which group, which player would win. Gotcha. So Amir, you say your Best overall duo, mm-hmm. and then let's talk through the theoreticals to see who is the best overall. Sure, duo. So who would win in a two-on-two? Two? So
1: you're, okay. Mine is Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Who do they play for? They play for the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers, yeah. LA second team. Two, <laughs> two it. absolute studs. Okay, we're talking about twenty-eight and twelve from Anthony Davis, Shaquille O'Neal numbers. Uh-huh. LeBron James is putting up twenty-seven, eight and eight, better than Kobe did. Both of them were on under five hundred teams last year. That's correct,
0: and they were the team
1: leaders. Both of them were rested, coming off. Last year So they're gonna be Incredibly motivated They haven't played Since March Mm -hmm. They basically took A sabbatical Okay These
0: are maybe One and two Well that's not true One got very (laughs) hurt And the other one The team said We no longer like you You're not allowed To play for us (laughs) Correct Because he
1: wanted To come to the Lakers Which I don't blame him Right Okay got it But
0: you just Now uh, he's there
1: The word sabbatical Yeah now he's rested and these are two players. I think Anthony Davis might be the best player LeBron's ever played with. Mm-hmm. And I think LeBron James is the best player Anthony Davis has ever played with. That's for sure. These are two top five players, if not two top three players in the NBA right now. Okay. With Kevin Durant's injury. Okay. And Kawhi Hurton. Okay. Uh, and I'm
0: really, really excited to see what they do. Best so overall duo, LeBron James. Great. Taco! Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop that. I'm telling you. It's like, sounds bad, but even when you lift your chin up and you slam yeah. it to the sky, yeah. it's like, I'm seeing it. And Tuesday. You, you don't want I just had to finish no, that. Yeah, we know you had
1: Tuesday. To. No one that's needs this Amir. <laughs> the
0: the little baby voice yeah. that he puts on too. <laughs> that was really Not good. Not cute. Yeah. Not cute. Tuesday. Yeah, that is nice. like
1: that's good. Be a grown man. Wendelkin, can you got you got one in you? No. All right. Good that's answer. Fair.
0: solid answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's just do the very quick 212. Let's start sure. with the obvious best pairing, Mitchell Robinson and Kevin Knox. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> going up against Let's just start with yours, Amir. Yeah, Uh, going up against. So who guards uh, Mitchell Robinson? (laughs) Uh, Anthony Davis, I guess. All right, fine. Yeah, Anthony Davis over two blocks. And you're putting Mitchell Robinson averages over three. Kevin Knox, is
2: that what you're telling me?
0: Yeah. Like who gets the ball over Mitchell Robinson? <gasps> who can get past Mitchell Robinson and take the Davis, ball to the Anthony Davis, who plays
1: like a point guard but he's 6 foot 11.
0: Yeah, he's kind of the old he version can, of Mitchell hit Robinson. He can step back
1: three or he can hit you in the
0: post. Yeah, but Mitchell Robinson had more blocks from three point range than any player in like history last he's year. He's
1: one of the most accomplished physically gifted Mitchell Guards, Robinson, no Anthony Davis. So, okay, let's let's put let's slight them into the finals. Okay, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are obviously beating Kevin.
0: Whoa, Knox and whoa! We didn't even talk about Kevin Knox. The guy <laughs> averages nine points a game. That's not that many, but he shoots a lot. <laughs> All right, also bad. So also bad. But right? but if you think about it, if I think about it, you know. So think I'm, about it. I'm convinced.
1: I'm 100 percent convinced. Uh, okay, they play until 21. Yes, Knox and Robinson get
0: four. That's a good question. Maybe. Over under four and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that. I think that. I think we could take it.
1: On your other semifinals, I'll put Giannis, Middleton, and um, Wendelkins top two. We
0: okay. got
1: Paul George and Kawhi versus Giannis and Middleton. It's a pretty good matchup.
0: Pretty good matchup. I think that Middleton's uh, going to be the soft spot there. Yeah. I just don't know who he's scoring on. But who's guarding? Who, who guards Giannis? I think Kawhi took Kawhi. Giannis in the. Yeah. yeah.
2: Kawhi. Hey, there's, there's, a, there's a
1: track record there, right? Like, Kawhi,
2: Kawhi did beat Giannis in the Bucks last year in the playoffs. As soon as they switched him on to Giannis, things changed. The whole series changed, right? So I feel like we have to give the nod here to Kawhi and Paul George. And I just feel like, uh, are, are we putting Kawhi and Paul George in the finals against the Lakers yet? No, against Knox and Mitchell. I think. Oh, it's Knox <laughs> no, 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 and
0: Mitchell. They lost. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, here's my. All right,
0: fine. He, Let's just do a Los Angeles versus Los Angeles okay. matchup in the finals.
1: We got the height. Yeah. AD and LeBron are taller than Paul George and Kawhi. Okay. So here's where um, Kawhi,
2: I think, and Paul George are going to oust uh, LeBron and AD. They, they these yeah. guys give the Clippers really what like no other NBA duo actually possesses in that they have elite, superstar, all-NBA-level talent at the wing at both the offensive and defensive ends of the ball, right? Like, these are guys that are capable of scoring playmaking and making stops, suffocating the defense on the defensive end, and I don't trust that LeBron still has it game in and game out, right? Like, what did LeBron play last year? 20 games, 10 games? Like, I I, no, 50, I just 50. don't know that he has it in him. He's going into his 24th 10. season in the league. Nope. I just right. don't think 18th. he has the stamina. His minutes are at him. an all-time low. Yes. No. 18th season. He's, right. yeah, he played 50 so games last so year. So I'm giving advantage to Paul George and Kawhi. Maybe he
0: can coach. No. Maybe LeBron can coach he in this two-on-two two tournament. Need to coach. Needs Maybe to play. you can get slot in Kuzma. Yeah. <laughs> And LeBron could just coach.
1: All right, best of seven series in a, a Lakers Clippers. Who do you think plays better, Paul George or LeBron? Who's your money on?
2: Paul George or LeBron? Best of seven. Who's having the better series? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, LeBron. That's
1: right. So right off the bat, LeBron George. LeBron James better than Paul
0: George? No, I didn't say that. That's just
1: <laughs> no. my opinion. Yeah,
0: I think that LeBron will have more categories, uh, more points across the five categories, like the three and well, then the defensive. Yeah. 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 I just think but it's I think that Paul George is gonna score like forty nine. Really? Yeah, he just scores forties. I mean, Amir, I, I also just think <laughs> like there right it's hard to
2: measure it's hard to measure defense, right? So like I think, yeah, LeBron might have these really eye popping numbers, but it doesn't mean that he isn't letting up defensively on the other end, right? So I I just yeah, I, I, I don't know necessarily that offensive stats are the best way to measure the effect of someone like Paul George.
1: Yeah, he is better defensively than LeBron yep. for sure right now. Uh, and then it's AD versus Kawhi. I think those are I mean these are we're kind of splitting hairs because these are two four of the top 10 players in the NBA. Three young men. Yeah. Three young well, men. And LeBron, I also think yeah, the reality
2: exactly. is like Gets, they right. wouldn't be guarding each other in a 5 on 5 game, but if in this in this fantasy world where it's just two on two, if they have to square off against each other, I mean I think Kawhi's going to make Anthony Davis's life a living hell basically.
0: Um, the best moment of the NBA for me that like wasn't a moment was when like five years ago when Kawhi came off the bench and we saw LeBron see him come off the yeah. bench and like give an oh shit look yeah, like yeah. God damn it yeah that was like <laughs> that's all you really need to know about this whole conversation like yeah. Kawhi LeBron knows like fuck when that guy comes in my life is miserable. Yeah. And that was that was such a sweet little moment of like uh, him acknowledging like someone's bested me.
1: Yeah um is there any duo we haven't spoken about just so we please everybody
0: cat and uh, wiggins didn't make it cat and wiggins not and wiggins just did not make it didn't yeah make i don't know cut. where they'd fit there it just yeah personality lists cat's
2: pretty solid wiggins a little yeah, disappointed not we didn't talk about DeRozan and aldridge <laughs> uh kemba and tatum kemba and hayward yeah yeah Kemba. oladipo she- and brogdon
1: I could see why we forgot to mention, but these guys are for sure need to be mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the duo in Boston? Is it Kemba and Tatum? Is that? Are we scared of them? Is it Kemba and Hay- no. is
2: it Kemba and Hayward? It's a little unclear to me who's one A and who's one B.
1: Yeah, as a Laker fan, I'm happy to see Boston go through this identity crisis. Losing Kyrie and Al Horford in the same office. Yeah, Horford's the big miss there. Yeah, that mm. one's he's just irreplaceable. Yeah, All right. Hayward should be interesting. The no. season after coming back from that injury immediately starts see- and breaks the other foot. <laughs> oh God, no.
0: Yeah. Uh, anybody else we forgot? Uh, Terry Rogier down in Charlotte. God, that team is so bad. God, and the money they spent. It's it's going to be tough. They're over under. We'll do the picks league again, but their over under is twenty three. Mm. Do they hit twenty three this year? They're in the East. Oof, That's going to be 23, yikes. The Hawks had 21. The Hawks were given 21 this past season. I guess we... Oh, the year before. Yes. But they surpassed it. They got 30. Okay, great. So that was we a We didn't
2: mention uh, Aaron Gordon and Vucevic, huh? Or what about uh, Blake and Drummond?
0: That's right. Big boys. The big guys. The four or five mm-hmm. combos. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are players as well. <laughs> Those are like such seven seed players. Yeah. Just like so close, but not dominant. I'm just not excited about them. It's just, it's something about the new players
1: teaming up like James and uh, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Paul George Kawhi, right. Porzingis, Lucas, right. Stephen Dilo, right. AD and LeBron. Right. It's going to be an
0: exciting Markinan
2: year. Markinen and Chris yeah. Dunn.
0: <laughs> Show me Archie Diacono. For the win. Ryan, for the win. Uh, all right. Chris, where can people find you? Uh, I have a podcast. I have
2: an NBA podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's called On The Line, and you can find us in iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all the places you get podcasts, and we have a website called onthelinepodcast.com. All the episodes are up there.
1: That's right. Fun off-season content. That's right. For for those of you still <laughs> needing the fix, <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys drafted best jerseys, draft, best countries. Best
2: countries. We're talking about every obscure little thing you can imagine uh, we're we're Drafting it
1: and doing deep dives on uh, that's right. On so all if you want them. more Wendelkin, more NBA in your life, uh, on the line podcast. That's right, mm-hmm. William.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where where are you at on on the web? On the web? Do you have a Do you have an internet site?
0: Yeah, I have a couple sites.
1: GeoCities.
0: Yeah, I got a couple sites. Let me go slow so that everyone can really okay l- type them in and find me. Yeah, I'm uh, at
1: Kevin Knox <laughs> <laughs>
0: 21. At on, Kevin Knox, Kevin di- Knox di- on Discord. At Billy Yeah. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Billy Twitter. On Instagram. Okay. On Venmo oh, at what? william <laughs> Dash Scafuri. You want people to send you cash? Yes. Okay. So start there. Yeah. That's Venmo at william Dash
1: Scafuri. And you're, f- and you're leaving funny notes in the transaction. So even sure. if people aren't necessarily giving you cash, they can follow you. They can you have a chuckle. Yep.
0: Just follow along. Yeah. Follow along. See what I'm buying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a website, Billyscafuri.me. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Check it out. Great cool. content there. Cool. Got a podcast. That's N- right. No Joke Pod. Amir, you are technically the owner of that pod because it's on the HeadGum Network. Yeah,
1: I didn't even know I owned it until now, but that's cool. I'd yeah. like to
0: buy it back from you at some point.
1: You have it. Deal. I'm on. Where I'm friends with you on Venmo. Perfect. <laughs>
0: find me on Venmo. <laughs> and uh, you can find all of my other handles on the website.
1: All right. If you're on the website, check them out. Uh, <laughs> the, website. Uh, <laughs> the, the website. The website. On the uh, if you're on the website. And me, you already know where I am. I'm on I'm on the their podcasts
0: and their Twitters and their right. websites and I'm on Venmo. I can walk them through it though. On Twitter, it's at Jake and Amir. That's right. On Instagram, it's at Amir. Mm-hmm. Uh on Venmo, it is
1: Buckets NBA Challenge 6969420. <laughs> and the let's website is high. the same
0: name, dot com.
1: Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh for Billy, for Chris, for me. Hey, let's go Mets. Let's fucking go, <laughs> Mets. Let's go Mets. We all want them to win the chip this year with
0: the dip. Let's get Amir $600 and me and Wendelkin a World Series. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back soon enough. Thanks for listening,
1: everybody. Bye.
0: That was a hit podcast.